Yeah, 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 yeah. All that, all that, all, all that, all that. All that. You dig me? <clears throat> We're back in the building. It's another one. Yeah, man. DJ Khaled type um stuff. <laughs> type, <laughs> type song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Yes, sir. It feels good to be back, though. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. No, it is good to be back. But does it feel good to be back? <laughs> it don't feel good. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> but you know, right now it's tough. <laughs> and he said it hurts. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's it's tough. Yeah, but you know, it's not for the it's not for the week. No. But we're back. Episode 246 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Are you ready to get this going, Corey? Let's do it, bro. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's get to it. But white people think I'm radical. Supermodels think I'm handsome. You might think I'm too aggressive. I feel like I think I'm too passive. I pull out the chopper, start blasting. Whoa, 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 whoa! I feel the fucking energy. What the fuck? From me. I'm about to hit the yay button. I don't want to say nothing wrong, but it'd be wrong if I ain't say nothing. Imagine if I ain't say something. When none of you niggas say nothing, I done lost and made money. Don't let me hit the Roger button. can't take from me, and I'm fresh out of debt in this motherfucker. And they still ain't ready yet. Hey, stop Yeezy might have to go and put his Louis on. I'm about to go Gucci in the Gucci store. Fresh out the beds in this motherfucker, and they still ain't ready yet. Gucci mine, and I'm about to put my Yeezys on. Now that Gucci home is over for you, Gucci clown. For my enemies, really? they could not slow down. Was meant for me. Hey. Let's stop before it gets boring. Chill, episode chill. 246 of the Rising Ground Podcast. Your boy Roger in the building. Jakari, we back in the <clears> building. <throat> we are back. It's Thursday. Yeah, man. Chill out on uh, Big Sean. Yeah, Big Sean is one of my favorites, but I do have to take take a little jokes and shots. In yeah, I know, I know. The boringness over the last five to seven years. Yeah, yeah. You've been going in lately, though. You say what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you say what you want. Anyways, oh yeah, you said a new episode, episode 246 is Thursday, brother. How you feeling, man? I feel good. Um having a little um some some minor issues. Um Dang, I shouldn't even say that I was having <laughs> issues because I don't want to go into it now. But I don't want anybody <laughs> but, to think they're bad issues. They're not But now like you have to. You know what I'm saying? Is this you brought it up type shit? Do it's I like, have to? That's how you feel? No, nah, I'm just asking. You ain't No, nah, I don't I don't I'm not gonna go into it. For but sure. It's not like personal issues. Um, everything's great, guys. I don't even know why I said this. Bro. There's nothing going on, guys. <laughs> yeah, but we're speeding through the end of the week. It's Thursday. How you feeling, Corey? I feel good, man. <clears throat> it's been a long, long week. I know I say that all the time, bro, but uh, I've been at the office this week. So just a lot of you know moving pieces, moving around, a lot of meetings, team meetings. Uh 
brought food for my team this week. Like it just been a lot of like moving things going on. So. What kind of food you bring? So man, we had a potluck. He brought, he brought sandwiches. He brought wraps. Nah, nah. I'm gonna tell you, we had a potluck because we got a lot of changes on my team specifically. We got some people that's moving up to different roles. We got people that's moving away. We got people that didn't resign. Okay. So it's just been a lot of changes. So we had a little potluck, you know, as like um, going away party for some. It was another person's one-year anniversary. Like I said, we got people that just, you know, moving all over the place. But anyways, they wanted nachos. So I got like a little nacho bar from Chewy's. Oh, okay. A little Tex-Mex okay. okay. restaurant out here in Texas. Yeah, yeah we, we don't know. We've gone to Chewy's, uh, <clears throat> I think, a year for my birthday. We pulled up at Chewy's. Yep, yep. It was actually that same one. Oh, okay. Same okay, location. Okay. Yep, yep. But uh, so yeah. And if you guys don't know, that's located right on the corner. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right around the corner from what's name in there. Uh, but nah, a little nacho bar brought that, and then they brought like snacks and drinks and cookies and <clears throat> all type of shit, man. So it was a good time. Uh, Do you eat like homemade food from the potluck? <sighs> now, now let's go. Let's go into that yeah, because that's a, a thing that I know. There's a lot of people. In the nine to five workspace, that do have potlucks, mm-hmm. and there's a large sum of those people that have a lot to say about who makes what, where it's made, right? If they're gonna eat it or not, right? Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, definitely. I know it's, it's something that you have to take into consideration. I For don't, sure. I don't eat everyone's food, period. But I mean, I'm already like a picky eater anyway, so it's not too many things I'm gonna touch. So. <clears throat> Desserts, I'll try desserts more than I'll try like meals. Really, more times than not. <clears throat> but I have a lot of black women on my team. As oh, well. you trust them. <laughs> you trust. So them. like, there was a banana pudding that was made. It was lovely. Okay, you know okay. because it was made by some some black black women. Black, some black queens. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, some queens. Yeah, absolutely. Another black woman had made some, uh, and I wasn't able to eat this, but. She made like some meatballs. Everybody said they were good. They had like a sweet taste to it, like a sweet honey taste. They said them was good. There was a sopapilla cheesecake. You ever you ever heard of that? I've had sopapillas before, right? But I've never had a sopapilla cheesecake. Cheesecake. It was that good. sounds great. Fire. <clears throat> Fire. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that was extravagant, but uh, I don't really like. I say if it's food wise, I'm probably not gonna. Try your food too much just because you know that could go either way. It's kind of hard to mess up desserts most of the time. You can still do it, but like actual entrees and shit, I'm hesitant. Coming up in my younger ages, like 19, 20, 21, I had some of the sketchier call center jobs, <clears throat> but we always, always, always had a potluck. Yeah. Couldn't eat everybody's food. I damn near wanted a picture of the kitchen from everybody. <laughs> nah, because you know, you know, people have cats, and I don't like cats. Yeah, people have cats. People <laughs> let their cats into the kitchen. People right. let their their dogs up onto certain shit in the kitchen counters and things. You uh, know, like I've seen hair and potluck food. Oof. Um, I've ate a bite of potluck food and then realized. If I would have taken another bite, there's a hair right there. Throw that potluck food out. I don't trust a whole lot of shit anymore. Yeah. I'm going to need that shit to have that sticker that it's been from Albertsons or Kroger. <laughs> like the something. Stamp this morning. Yeah. The one that lets you know. <laughs> At 835 this morning. That's from the deli or the bakery, <laughs> man. Yeah. If it's not from there, yeah. just like you said, I, I need a queen to make that. 
need a, a black queen to make that. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. I'm gonna trust them, you know, always over others. But I'm a, I'm gonna trust the Spanish community too. They be fucking. That oh shit yeah, up. for sure. Oh my god, for sure. Um, there's some other ones, but basically saying white people were not really trusting that shit. But move on. Yeah, man. So just going back to my week, like I said, uh, that's bad. Just, just been nah. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. They okay. know. They know. They, they, don't, they don't use seasoning things like. They don't use the right ingredients. It's okay. It's fine. They use salt, pepper. That ain't enough. <laughs> nah, nah, that right. ain't even like yeah. nothing. Ain't no Lowry's. <laughs> no Tonys. No now nutter. No uh, what is it? Oh, what's the, fuck. The one that goes in cage and everything. Old Bay. Oh, my God. <laughs> old Bay is Yo, crazy. what is it with you bitches in Old Bay? Y'all think Old Bay solves fucking everything. You're really just going to make my throat burn, bitch. Um, <clears throat> like a bag of wood. <laughs> <laughs> old Bay hit like a bag yeah, of wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's exactly disgusting. what it is. That's powder. That's powder bag of wood. That's nasty. Keep it 100. Since I'm only smoking papers, I might start putting that in the paper. Just so it give it a little kickback. <laughs> I'm gonna put Old Bay in the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's either that or chili powder. <laughs> nah, you don't want to use chili powder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chili That's powder gonna do, gonna do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> chili powder is gonna give it to you. Yeah, man. it's gonna take you out. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that one. Have you seen some of the stories of what like chili powder yeah. does to like babies? Nah, not babies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> some crazy shit. Oh my god! I found out about it when I was a kid. I don't know. if We had another small child around or some shit like that. It was chili powder. They were like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> I looked that shit up. Boy, that, that shit is like kryptonite to a fucking toddler, nigga. Kryptonite is crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you was gonna say it was you, like you was the test dummy on some shit. No, I was gonna laugh, bro. <laughs> Um, like, damn, Casey Anthony's daughter was. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy talk, right? Yeah, there. yeah, 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 That's yeah. Crazy Why y'all talk. fucking? Hey, don't get mad at me, listenership, viewership. I'm not Casey. <laughs> His when, name is Roger. Yeah, when I start telling the dark jokes, I'm like, hey, don't get fucking mad at me. I didn't kill her. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Hey. <clears throat> Ooh. Anyways, Casey Anthony's pussy's probably. Fire. Man, you gotta stop Go that. <laughs> nah, it was. She sucked. You said stop that, but the person I was doing it with before was Jody Arias, the one that stabbed. Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I j- <laughs> just cause she a killer. Nah, Jody, Jody got that wop. <laughs> she could have been. I'm, out. I'm about to go back to calling girl <laughs> she, shit wop. She could have been on the remix. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She should have been a vixen. <laughs> okay, they should have put her in a wop video for sure. I saw her like in her her jumpsuit. <laughs> Conjugal. <laughs> Let me get a CV. <laughs> Conjugal visit. <laughs> Fuck are we talking about right now? Stupid. <laughs> CO. Guard. <laughs> it's time. Nah, nah. She's never. Oh, fuck. Yeah, bro. Chill, chill. Let me get back to my week, man. So, like I said, is that, that what that we were it. talking bro, about? Yeah, well, I ain't even finished. Oh, my God. We can go back to Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Not but bad. nah, man, that's that's been my week, man. Like I said, just been uh, a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts. But um, overall, I feel good, bro. Feel good. But <clears throat> did you finish yours, your week? Um, I could go ahead and week? delve into everything. It's yeah. just been out of school, vacation, vibing, chilling, um, running errands, 
having some car issues right now. I got to be Mr. Mechanic tomorrow morning. That I got to get that towed into my mechanic and then fuck around and get a rental or do some other shit like that. But oh, that's what I was talking about earlier. But I just, hey, it is what it is. I hate car trouble. It's probably the most annoying shit in the world for me. But um, I think for anybody, it would be myself as well. Yeah, we'll get through it. Nah, Kari's a, a two-car shorty, so. Still. There's been times <clears throat> where both them hoes down at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Really? How the fuck does that happen? <clears throat> I mean, not like down, but like having issues. Like okay. work needs to be done on both at the same time type shit. Um, but yeah, bro. Anyways, we good. We good. Yeah, we make it into the stool. Yeah, bro. We're here to pod. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you want to talk music? Let's do it, man. What we got up? We got a couple of things to talk. We got one project that's already out. Wiz Khalifa surprised us on June 14th. That was Wednesday. He dropped an entire album, 25 tracks called See Ya. See Ya. We were able to give that a bit of a listen during pre-production, but it kind of snuck up on us, so we weren't able to get all the way through it, or at least I haven't. Um, first thoughts on it, on the tracks that we have heard. We probably heard about 10 tracks, I'd say. Or did we hear the whole thing? Did we? No, not the whole okay. thing. I know Kari, Kari played it, so I wasn't keeping track of how much of it we listened to. Right, yeah. <clears throat> we probably got, it's 25 songs. We probably got through 14. Okay. Yeah. There were some good vibes in there. There, was some, there were some skips for me, I'm not going to lie. But when you find the pocket of Wiz Khalifa that you're looking for, it's great. And I think he has enough on here for your vibe or mood to switch and you to become a fan of some of the other tracks that are on the album as well. Thoughts, Corey? Yeah, that's a solid point. This is just this is just a free tape. It is for Wiz Khalifa. He does that a lot nowadays. <laughs> he's yeah, he's a um, independent artist. You know, he signs to himself, so he's able to drop music freely. He's able to just put whatever he wants to put out out. So this is just him being free, trying new things. It's a combination of songs that are rap. Songs that are slower, like you said, you got to kind of find the Wiz that you're wanting to hear because he can make so many different sounds. We all love Wiz, at least us. I know we love Wiz from the original days. Absolutely. But Wiz also has a fan base from after Black and Yellow, <clears throat> after Cushion Oranges. He has the, crazy. Big, the biggest song in the world with uh, When I See You Again, Fast it and Furious. Way after his peak, <clears throat> or not peak, after his uh, his his initial blow up. Exactly. And then he had, he when he... He took like a little rock star path as well with the, um, I think, Only Nigga in First Class album or something like that. He had but the official song at one point for not only the Pittsburgh Steelers, but the Dallas Cowboys. We them boys he created like the Weedon Boys slogan. You know what I mean? So my point, there's just so many different sounds. You can find whatever sound it is that you like for Wiz Khalifa within this tape. That's how I'm feeling so far hearing, like I said, about 14, 15 songs out of the 25 uh, just going through skimming it, like you said, because we were actually pre-production getting set up. I probably like saved about three or four. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back to that. I like that one. I like that one. So, like you said, I found the ones that I like. But I'm gonna go ahead and save the entire album just so I don't forget that it came out. Um, then I'm gonna play through the entire thing and delete the tracks that I feel like are not. Um, gonna be one of the ones that i play over and over but th i heard at least four or five tracks that i'm going to save myself <clears throat> sounds great sounds like Wiz khalifa he's talking there's interludes in between every single song it sounds like to me him a group of friends a group of ladies whatever that was 
took shrooms and then he recorded this tape. And this is uh, yeah. the end results of that experience. Yeah, Loki, that makes sense because he uses the same producer damn near all the way through. You know what I mean? And like you said, at the end of every song, like outro, he gives an update. He gives on, a story, yeah, like or an update on where they are in the project if, or what time it is in the night. Yeah, and he's, like, he's telling the story. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. the girls are here or the girls are on their way. Yeah, blah 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 blah. The they just took shrooms. The yeah. I think they're peaking, mm -hmm. and then he'll move on a little bit forward. Oh, the shrooms are hitting me now. Yeah, this 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 and that. He also said, uh, tucked in between one of these interludes or not interludes, um, outros, outros, outro. Um, Intro into the new song yeah. type shit. You could call them uh, skits. That's that's what okay. we would call them. Skits. Yeah, yeah gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> he mentioned that this is really just the prelude to another project that's dropping. Yeah. If you like this, then huh, wait until what was the name of it? Callie's burning or something like that. Yeah, he has it wrong. <laughs> something like that, bro. Yeah. I can try to find He's it. He's got it wrong. Don't you worry about it, guys. <laughs> He's got it wrong. Crazy. That's not it, guys. <laughs> I'll be the first to let you guys know here. What he said's not it. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Um, but the point being, he let us know this is really just a warm-up right now. If you like this, he's got another track coming. Not a track, I'm sorry, another album coming soon. Right. And when you're Wiz Khalifa, like you said, when you're signed to yourself, when you're hooked up to Empire and your your own record label, you can push as many projects out as you can get ready. <clears throat> I love what Wiz Khalifa's got going on right now, whether the music is for me or not. I said that the uh, the Juicy J Wiz Khalifa joint tape that dropped, whether it's for me or not, I love what Wiz Khalifa's got going on right now. Um, I'm fucking with it. I'm supporting it. I'm waiting on this Kid Cudi to come out. <clears throat> but... That's besides the point. Did you have anything more on Wiz Khalifa's new album? No. Or project, mixtape, whatever it is we're calling it. Okay. Let's move on. <sighs> Kari Gunner said he's dropping an album on Friday. Yes. You are correct, man. Um, I saw it on Instagram first. I know it probably hit all platforms, but he took to Instagram Wednesday afternoon, dropped what is alleged to be the cover art for the, the project that is coming out on Friday tomorrow. Do you have the name of the project? Um, I do. It's called A Gift and a Curse. What do you mean by that, brother? <clears throat> but thoughts. Gunner's coming out with an album Friday. What are your thoughts? There's something we don't know. Something's weird going on, man. <laughs> Something's very weird. I don't know. I have so many mixed and different thoughts on this. Number one, I don't know why this album is being rushed out by Gunna. Unless there's there's some sort of issue or contract fulfillment or, or thing that he's trying to get done. In my head, if he wants to maximize his sales, he would wait until... Until this trial is over, Thug comes home, name is cleared, things like that. And then we drop the brand new album. Either Gunna is um, he's trying to sneak this album out real quick. I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not sure either. 
you could be right as far as what you said, like trying to get it out um, for whatever reason. Um, but I think I think you need to wait still. Like we never even should have got the, the Bread and Butter song because to me, like even that was like kind of like, okay, it, it really didn't help. It didn't explain anything. Nobody's feelings changed really. Thoughts just remained the same. We were just like, okay, it's, it's a song and we moved on. I know it was like, high on the charts on like Apple and shit, but me personally, I really didn't care. And I don't care about this project as well. Why are we trying to push out an album for what? Like, there's just so many question marks. Like you said, I, I don't even know I why forgot, we would do this. I've forgotten that thought in my head. That's what I was really going to say. Either he's trying to rush this out because what I really think is they not fucking with him. They're not fucking with him. And he's trying to get this shit out quick before all of this shit wraps up. Or they are fucking with him and YSL needs some bread over there. And if YSL needs some bread over there, who better to drop a tape than Gunna? I wanna see, I wanna see when this tape drops, what happens on um on niggas pages, who promotes this album. <laughs> Because even even from jail, Thugs Abbey can change on IG. Mm-hmm. The bio changed. YSL can change the YSL page. <clears throat> this is a YSL album. Yeah. I, I saw it. Uh, I saw it printed out. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no YSL love. <laughs> Not that we know of. I, I don't know what to think about this, Corey. Yeah, I don't either, man. But, you know, if it does actually come out, because, I mean, obviously, I'm sure. He dropped another new snippet with another song preview as, like, once that that uh, really? that album cover came out as well. We'll see. <laughs> I don't. I, I really don't know where, where to gauge this with Gunna, man. Like, um, it hasn't been addressed enough yet. We don't know. The story hasn't been told. You know what I mean? So I hope he doesn't come on this album trying to tell us and make up for everything. Like, no, bro. Like, we have to wait to see what happens for the trial. Like, it's nothing that Gunna can do to clear his name, thug name, whoever. You know? Like, that's why I feel like we should just wait. And the thing is, number one, I don't really want to hear it. But if he's not talking about that, niggas don't want to hear what the fuck you talking about. Like unless exactly. you unless you getting some off your chest with with all of this, nobody gives a fuck about what you're talking about. Even if you were to go back to talking about the same shit, you could switch up what you're talking about, and it could be an amazing album. And nobody gives a fuck right now. If you're not talking about this shit with Thug, it's meaningless. Especially if Thug didn't co-sign that. By the way, it doesn't mean a thing to me. Because I'm slack. Because you, because you a hood nigga. You I'm. Keep, you keep the perk by the pal. Yeah, I'm wise as hell, man. Slatty. That's why I wore this. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't dare let Gunna. Hell no. Nah. No nah, fuck Gunna. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 bro. Hell so, yeah. Slime. Slat. <laughs> Spider. Um. Nah, but if y'all listen to the music on Friday and be like, nah, bro, he like I said the same thing. If he's just talking about fucking bitches and like getting the hoes, oh my god, I know he gonna have some bangers on there, bro. Cause like 
I like Gunner didn't have a vault of music. This nigga was recording all the time. So like there's gonna be some shit that probably got a little kick to it. You know what I'm saying? Probably got some hits on there. I don't think this is just newly recorded shit. Like obviously he probably has to have something on there because you gotta say something, bro. Bread and butter is probably gonna be in there, so obviously, but see, but then that's the shit that's like starting to <laughs> to take it away from me again. Take what away? Like just like the lyrical content on bread and butter. Yeah, exactly. That's why we shouldn't get it. But maybe uh maybe them lights starting to flicker over there a little bit, like you said. That that's possible. Them lights starting to light bills getting high. Or, or, or the guy that made the decisions on whether or not this music comes out, he's not he's not around right now. So Gunna can negotiate shit strictly with A&Rs and, and execs, things like that. He doesn't have to go through Thug for any of this right now. <laughs> this nigga. Yeah, bro, that's possible too. Hey, Miles. <laughs> I'm just... Miles, I'm done. We finna fuck with Kevin Lyles and shit right now. Yeah, bro. Hey, Kevin. I think you actually figured it out. <laughs> nah, that'd be it, though. Nah, I know. It's possible, bro. Imagine like Pac with no sugar around. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't even need Death Row East. <laughs> he can just have Death Row. Yeah. That's what Gunner over there do. Why is that his right now? He's sitting in the big chair and shit. <laughs> oh, God. He, he call it shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He balls now. Yeah, he he eating all Thug <laughs> Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're treating everybody bad and shit. Thug coming home, no perks. Uh, Hell no. Nah, no amenities. All this shit gone. He ain't going to have no more employees. He ain't there trying to fuck on Mariah. Sheesh. No, I'm just trying to say shit to piss Thug off. <laughs> you don't like him, Thug. <laughs> uh, where are we at with shit next? Are we at Kanye and Jay-Z? Yes, we did want to talk Jay-Z and Kanye West. Um, in 2011, Watch the Throne dropped. One of the most notable tracks from the album was Niggas in Paris, of course. Yep, there was yep, tracks yep. like Otis, uh, but one of the biggest was Niggas in Paris. All right. We fast forward to 2023. This was just RIAA certified diamond. Diamond. Just over 10 years. But, you know, we're here. There's no sunflower by, by Sway Lee and Post Malone. <laughs> we on the way. <laughs> we on their ass now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That shit crazy. Nobody's ever going to touch that, bro. Uh, but no, nah, man. Niggas in Paris, you want to know why? Because niggas was in fucking Paris. Shout out to Hit Boy as well, man. He produced that beat. So, you know, Hit Boy got a diamond record. Jay-Z, Kanye have a diamond record, but I'm not surprised, man. That's one of the greatest hip-hop songs we got in this last decade, without a doubt. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. Niggas in Paris? That shit, like, changed sound, bro. What you mean? Like, Watch the Throne changed yes, the course yes. of hip-hop. Watch the Throne. And that, yeah. that song specifically changed everything. What are some of your favorite songs off Watch the Throne? Yeah, that is a great question. So, Murder to Excellence, one of my favorites on there. La, 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 la. The Joy. La, 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 la. Curtis Mayfield, the outro. I love that one. New Day. It's fucking amazing. Bro, like, every song on this tape is amazing. What you mean? Made in America with Frank Ocean. Like, Lift Off with Beyonce. J. Cole sampled that. Yeah, I'm going to start off by saying every single track (laughs) on this album is absolutely amazing. No Church in the Wild is one of the the greatest beats I've ever heard in hip-hop history. Stop playing games. Um, (laughs) Stop fucking playing. 
Otis, Niggas in Paris, of course, those are amazing. New Day, that's my favorite New track. New Day is just crazy, dude. On the <laughs> album. Yeah, like- it's basically a more profound, slowed down version of Tupac's letter to my unborn child. Like, these niggas wrote a letter to their... Un- Neither had child like children at the at the moment, unless um, I think Blue Ivy was either just born or on the way, because she was born in 2010 or 11, I believe. So she was less than a year old. But he, they were writing letters to their sons that they never had, that they both have now. Yeah. Incredible. That's that's my favorite on that album. Fast forward, um, Who Gonna Stop Me? Amazing. Workout type track. Murder to Excellence, like you said. Um, Man, the storytelling on that one. Do you remember Illest Motherfucker Alive? Uh-huh. That shit always got me because that's the track that pauses and is just like blank for two whole minutes. Mm. And then they come back on the track. Yeah. Shit always got me. Ham, another workout track. The Joy, amazing. Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> like, a little sugar. Nigga. Honey, suckle it. The green. Man, right. let's bring back real hip hop, man. Nah, for real. Come save us, y'all, please. Oh, we gonna we gonna get into Jay. Yeah, for because, sure. Because um we are at the first point in the Rise and Grind podcast series that we've had to say, oh no, Kari, the rap game needs saving right now. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what's up next. We're gonna get into some other things first, but the rap game definitely fucking needs saving. Absolutely. The last thing we wanted to get into music wise, Kendrick Lamar. He dropped Mr. Around the Big Steppers last year. That was the end of his tenure at TDE Records. It's up in the air on whether or not he'll return, whether there's gonna be another album, whether Kendrick has retired or not. He just performed at the governor, uh, Governor's Ball. He was listing out all of his albums. And after listing Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, he said, I'll be back. And then he left the stage. Mm. I don't believe Kendrick Lamar. Really? Yeah, no, I don't believe Kendrick. The only reason why I might not, I mean, I might believe Kendrick Lamar is because I'm sure he feels the same way we feel about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And that's, it wasn't damn Pimple Butterfly or uh, Good Kid. Good. wasn't Section 80 either. Uh, you could be right, but... But he doesn't have to live like that. He's independent. He doesn't go by those standards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But what I'm thinking is just you got to drop something on PG Lang. Like, there's there's no way we don't get a solo project from Kendrick on PG Lang. He does not have to drop on PG Lang. Whether or not it comes soon... He has to drop an album on that label. That just is what it is. It's his label. He's going to drop an album. No. That don't even make sense to not think he wouldn't drop an album on his independent label. In my eyes, this label, not like solely and not like other artists. Like we have um, Tana Leon or what? what is it? Yeah. Tana yeah. Leon mm-hmm. um, and artists like that. But this, this label was engineered specifically for baby keem like i don't think this label was here to exercise anything for kendrick lamar i feel like this label is here 
for Baby Keem. <laughs> you disagree? Yeah, Kendrick is gonna drop music on PG Lane. Like I don't see a world where Kendrick doesn't drop. Kendrick is he's gonna get to the point where he's gonna stop making music, obviously, but we get something solo from Kendrick on PG Lane. See, and you just added in something that made me rebut again. I was about to agree with you until you said solo. You get a you get a joint album. We talked about this a little bit before, and I'm starting to see a little bit too much talk now to where it's in my head. You get a joint album between Kendrick Lamar and Baby King. It happens. I told you. It's crazy that we never got the Cohen, but he's about to sit down and do a, a full length fucking project with Baby King. Hey man, it's his baby cousin. I get it. That's a little hot king, you know. Yeah, you know. It's a family thing, like Vin Diesel and him. Then the Rock. Ah. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> and Ronda Rousey and all them. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. But uh Did that bitch make it to the end of the fucking Did she make it to the table at the end or was she a villain or some shit? In the movie? Yeah. She was like a bad guy, right? No, nah, I think she was working with The Rock. Okay. I don't remember, bro. I don't give a fuck. There's like 10 of them. So. <laughs> There's 10. I don't maybe. care. We don't have to remember. I don't care. Why don't they just turn it into a TV show if they want to do so much with it? Now, keep it 100. If they turn that bitch to a TV show, I'm definitely watching it. They can't pay them enough to get on TV, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck nah, are you talking about? I know. About? He's, he's mad that I'm... I can see it in Kari's face. He's mad I'm staying on the Fast and Furious I'm like, topic. like, bro, stop. Who's your favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> you look like a Luda guy. Right, right, right. Luda's my nigga, man. Nah. <laughs> Who's your favorite character, bro? Paul Deadass. <laughs> all right, see? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't even ask you questions, bro. Cause uh, you, you just y'all know the answer. Nah, my favorite character from from Fast and Furious. Keep it a hundred. I'm not even trying to be <laughs> grim. Probably Han. Yeah, I was gonna say Han too. Yeah, Han no was lie. probably my favorite character. No lie, I was gonna say Han. And to be honest, Fast Six is my my favorite and last. Like of the really, really good fasts for me. After all of that, it really kind of took a turn for me. And I think that was the one Hein got missing in or went missing or flipped his car. They tied it back to Tokyo Drift. Was it that one or was it seven they tied it back? I think it was I think it might have been six. I can't remember, bro. Man. Six was the one where I he think passed he, away. I think, yeah, I think his car flipped over some shit like 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 six is when Paul Walker passed away. So it may have been seven. No, he passed seven. It was seven? He passed in the middle of filming seven, I believe. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Dead ass. <laughs> Anyways. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like yeah, dead, yeah. I'm saying like dead ass. Oh, okay. Like dead ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure that. Maybe I just can't say it next to like a sentence about Paul Walker. Nah, you good. Cause you you explained yourself. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's Paul Walker with his, period. <laughs> Dead ass. <laughs> this nigga's crazy, yo. Nah, I'm just I'm just just kidding, guys. <sighs> Anyways, <clears throat> man, let's move on. We were on Kendrick Lamar. Did you have anything else about Kendrick before we get out this of music? This is fucking your fault because you said something about Vin Diesel and Ronda Rousey's ass. You know he's the other guy. <laughs> No, I don't have anything more. Shit. Uh, let's get into news. 
YNW Melly's trial has started. Everything we were talking before was technically pre-trial. They were picking the jurors. That has started. Uh, as of Wednesday morning, the trial has begun. Did you see any of the updates from it, Corey? I saw a lot. It's, it's damn near. Rap trials are like the biggest thing in rap nowadays. It's, it's front page news. Fuck. Y'all care so more I about rap trials about yeah. than rap music. <laughs> right. Y'all not listening to no music. Y'all just watching these niggas take Holy stand. shit. And it's just trial after trial after trial. We told y'all niggas that they going to park, like that they were going to start putting niggas on trial yep. uh, as a process to take down the entire genre. Here it is. YNW Melly stands trial. They've already started to bring in a buttload of things I was talking about. Um, one of the key things I wanted to highlight, they brought up that murder weapon, Corey. The judge uh, or, or the prosecution, I believe both, requested um, that the forensics guys brought in murder weapon. Right? the murder weapon. He said, not only could I, uh, could I not identify it, the guns that they had, they couldn't pull up anything that gave any indication that that would be the murder weapon. So they have nothing they could even test to, uh, to come to a conclusion on. No weapon at all, right? They they were not able to show. They have weapons of YNW Melly's, multiple, but none of those have are are able to be confirmed as a murder weapon at all. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So they didn't even bring a weapon in because he was like, out of any of these weapons, we we can't, can't prove. Yeah, anything, none of these yeah. can be proven that they're yeah. the murder weapon. So I did see a little bit of that in a clip because Melly was laughing during that part. I believe he's got to he's got to be a little easy with the laughing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I mean, it's still up to the judge. And, you know, judges, when they feel disrespected in their courthouse, they have the ability to to swing things whatever way they want it, you know? And at the end, the jury has to say, the jury is watching you do all this laughing. Right. And I have the official, um, yeah, they said um, the firearms examiner told the judge he didn't bring the murder weapon because he doesn't even know what gun was used for the murders. That not they don't even know what gun was used in the murder. So like say it'd be a Glock 9, say it was a Smith and Wesson, say it was a Desert Eagle. They don't even know what gun did it. So yeah, it was no point in bringing in anything. <laughs> I wouldn't even brought that shit up. To be completely honest, Kari, that creates reasonable doubt right there, right? Yeah. See, but this is the thing. I can't even I can't even get too hasty because I thought Tori was coming home. <laughs> Not like I need Tori to come home, but after listening to all the facts, things of that nature, or even listening to the entire trial, at the end of that trial, I I thought that everybody was damn near like even if they felt like he did it, they didn't have what they needed in court to to bring bro like in. Hey. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same with you because, you know, with that Tory situation, a lot of people were, were still, like, siding with him up until the point where that recording came out. Oh, yeah, the recording and, did it. And then, that, that fucked it. Yeah, then it was just like, okay, boom. But, uh, you know, in this situation as well, like you said, this one just being so complex. It's like two, three different murders, right? If I'm not mistaken, that he's on trial for? He's on trial right now for two murders. That's uh, YNW Juvie and YNW Sack Chaser, that, according to mm -hmm. folks, some of his best friends. Right. So, I mean, it's just so much. So, like you said, I know they 
prosecutors are not able to bring any weapons mm -hmm. that could create reasonable doubt. But I did also see some clips. There is a video from, of him from the parking lot getting into the, the vehicle that the people were killed in. It's videos of everybody getting into the same car. So, you know, there's there's also some other things that are See, not they, in his favor. They've never, they never said he wasn't there on scene. Right, but they have him in that car at a certain point in a day. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, and he did say he was there at the time yeah. of the murder as well. Yeah. So, but he didn't get shot. He saved, he was trying to save his friends. Uh-huh. And him and uh, another friend, YNW Bortland, they took him to the hospital. Ah. They were helping out, Kari. I mean, because who, who in their right mind would stage a murder, right? All of their, their best friends, you right? Don't, you don't do that. It's, but not, listen, it's not solid. You not only shoot they as you still try to take them to the hospital? Yeah, no. A friend wouldn't do that. <laughs> For real? Come on. Maybe them niggas just didn't know what to do. They was like, man, let's kill these niggas. Then they they snapped out of it. It was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's our best <laughs> That's friend. That's our best friend. Oh, what did we do? And then he turned this shit back on. He put some more rounds into him. Yeah. And then he snapped out of it. He was like, oh, shit. We got to take their ass to the hospital. Absolutely. He went from Melvin to Melly, bro. He was just going back and forth. Just so you guys are up on everything, I'll, I'll do it again. The prosecutor's account is that YNW Melly was behind YNW Sack Chaser and Juvie in the car and shot them from the back, then got out of the car and shot the back of the car out to make it look like it was a shooting from the back of the car, not just, hey, we, we did it like that from inside the car. So, hey, never know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows, man? We'll see what happens. I think Melly comes home. That's crazy to say. But I do think he comes Main home. Man, shit, bro. I've been saying free that nigga for four years. Absolutely. Free Melly. Come so, on. you know. Free Melly, not Melvin. If he get free, man, we spoke it. That'll be crazy to see if he comes home. Nah, facts. <clears throat> All right. Um, even though we're talking about rappers coming home we can talk about rappers going in let's talk about Lil Boosie Kari this is one that I did not expect I did not see this coming Boosie is in his 40s at this point or I believe late 30s early 40s no Boosie definitely in his 40s okay I just wanted to just double check uh before I aged bro he did a bid he went in in 2008 on an alleged murder charge along with some drug charges he was cleared on that murder charge he served the drug charges. He got released in 2014, I believe, either 2013 or 14. I remember Boosie coming home. I remember the days that there were more niggas saying free Boosie than they were saying free Gucci. Yeah, absolutely. It was a free Boosie world at one point. <laughs> mm -hmm. He got out 2014, and he's been doing the right thing. Or so we uh, we thought. This, uh, this post right here says... Um, <clears throat> We were told Boosie was arrested by federal agents outside of courtroom as his gun case wrapped up. Um, and this gun case was something that he was going in to take care of. He had just got cleared on a gun charge that he had. So he didn't go in, get sentenced to any time, and they had to apprehend him or reprimand him or whatever you want to call it. And he served time. That's not how it went. He was walking out of the court 
and federal agents picked him up. Not city, state, court, federal. We haven't had any indication on why. We haven't had any word from Boosie on any uh, or any of his colleagues, um, publicists on why. We got a text or a tweet, should I say, earlier on Wednesday, though. And he said, I want to take this time to apologize to my kids. I'm sorry, and I love y'all forever. <laughs> is Boosie about to go away for a bit? That, uh, that tweet is kind of encrypted. I'm sorry, and I love y'all forever says like he's not coming back. But we don't know what's going on. Exactly, exactly. I know I'm just speculating, but... No, it is weird. Like you said, the story, uh, he was going, you know, obviously to to appear in court to clear his name. He got dismissed. As he's walking out, he gets picked up by federal agents. I'm sure that probably scared the hell out of bro. But they say it was stemming from some gun. Um, I think he was pulled over, had some weapons in the car or something like that. But that was the gun case he was in court for, I believe. But the new one, what was the new one that they say? They don't have any any oh, update on thought, why the feds picked him up. Got you. Everything that's inside of the article is based off of the gun charge he was gotcha. in court for on Wednesday. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so it's it's really, really up in the air. But what I will say is when the feds come and get you, it's not one of those situations where like we're gonna bond straight out. He he in there. And they obviously have a specific reason if the feds picked them up. Boosie should have stopped doing those Vlad interviews. Boosie was on Vlad every two fucking weeks. Mm-hmm. We know Vlad, the feds though, right? It's been confirmed so many times, but that nigga pays. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool 8000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know? You can't miss that $8,340. Niggas be needing that, bro. Come on now. You know what I'm saying? Every that's, two weeks, $8,340? That's a quick eight. Oh, my gosh. I'll pick it up. Nigga. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I, I, even if I were in Boosie's place, I don't think I would be reaching to Vlad. I, um, in my eyes, for the last three to four years, Boosie should have been reaching towards Zeus for a reality television show. That's what really would have taken Boosie into the next space. But I think Boosie really values his individuality or his independence. Um, yeah, he always has. I don't think he likes being signed to other people. He owns his own record label these days. He has his own artist the other days, whatever Young Blue likes to say. <laughs> whether, <laughs> whether he says he's not an artist or saying, not. <laughs> you are still under contract until yeah, Boosie yeah. says you're not. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, at this point, it's still yeah. Boosie says. Yeah. But... I don't even want to make allegations or or thoughts on what I think happened to Boosie. I just want to wish and pray for the best, but it doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good at all, Corey. I agree. You got more on it? No, we can move on. All right. So where are we with it next? Holy shit. YK Osiris. He can't catch a break. In this instance, I don't I don't think he really needs a break. <laughs> So uh, there was an incident at the... Are you aware of the TCL basketball games? Nah, I'm not. The Crew League. Of course, you have the Drew League, which is the up-and-coming players. But then you have the Crew League. I'm sure you've seen Breezy versus Quavo and oh, all okay, those names. Okay. Um, it's like the c- celebrities. Yeah, that's what it stands for. Uh, the Crew League. Or or it might be the Celebrity League. I believe it's the Crew League, though. The same way as the Drew League. There's a dais of co- commentators... 
We had Funny Marco up there. We had Lil Duval up there. There might have been someone else over to the side, but Sukiana was up there. We just talked about her last pod for, you know, eating nigga ass. <laughs> right. As she was speaking, YK Osiris kind of walks up into the camera view and he's talking to the three commentators that you see, Funny Marco, Sukiana, and Lil Duval. And he's saying something to Sukiana or Sukiani. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Is it Sukiani? Sukiana? Not sure. Suki? I'm just going to call it that. Yeah. <clears throat> and she says something to the effect of like, boy, stop. You know, I'll turn your little ass out. Like, I'll, I'll turn your ass out. She said some more things, but I don't want to say it wrong. Um, but She started singing his song. Okay. Yeah. He kind of took that as his intro to push up on her he grabs her neck almost in like a, a choking type of thing and he tries to kiss her she immediately moves her face away i believe she says the word no as well when she brings her face back to like front like face front he does it again you know all over again to the point where it's just kind of embarrassing and then he walks away We've already had the experience, the YK Osiris being the little bro of uh, of the rap game and everybody making fun of him. But now it's to the point where bro is embarrassing himself. Is he doing irreparable damage? Is it too far now? This one hurts. Yeah, this one this one's bad. This one definitely hurts. I know this one's bad. I just um I'm not I'm not thinking his music's not good enough these days, or we haven't heard music from him good enough these days to to take over the things he does outside of music. It's horrible, actually. <laughs> oh, I was are you talking you think I was talking about his music? Uh yeah. I, I am talking about yeah, his music, yeah. but I was also talking about the things that that go on outside. Yeah, uh, outside okay. of worth it, no, his music's horrible. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's where you was going. No, yeah, his music's bad. He should stop it. Um do you have any thoughts? I mean, not, I really don't give a fuck to talk about yeah, it. I just wanted to mention it. Not really, dude. Yeah, I don't have too many thoughts outside of just like I said. Uh, this is going to definitely affect his career in a negative way. I mean, if you watch the video, bro did push up on her in a way that he shouldn't have. Is it really, though? Because he's... I know. I mean, you could see from the video, like, people want to say, like, she... No, no, that's not what I meant. I'm saying, is it really going to affect his career? Because yes. he doesn't even have much of one anymore. Still, regardless, whatever he did have is a wrap. So mm-hmm. even his his new like social media presence, because yeah, his music ain't been hidden, but he still had a following on social media for just being the little bro, doing dumb shit, always in the back of people's videos, acting funny, or just being at random events like this. Like, why is YK even there? He wasn't hooping. He wasn't a, a judge. I think he might have been hooping. He might be. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, he don't look like you fucking hooping. His ass should be on the court, loser. <laughs> Get your ass on the court. But anyways. Nah, he kissing. Man, it's going to hurt his career. Whatever little piece he got left is definitely going to hurt. But, um, you know, we just have to see what happens. He apologized. He sent an apology. Um, He said, I want to publicly offer my sincerest apology to Sukiana. In an attempt to be playful, I misread the moment and violated Sukiana's boundaries. I understand the importance of a consent or of consent 
and I am embarrassed by my behavior. I take full responsibility and have made multiple attempts to apologize. I have the utmost admiration for Sukiana, and it was never my intention to disrespect her. That's a good apology. I'm not going to lie. And I mean, I appreciate the accountability. He's still going to take the hit, though. And I don't think the hit is undeserving. So, hey, maybe we'll get the worth it, too. Now he got to drop worth it too to get past this. Either that, he just got to drop worth it again. <laughs> he got to drop worth <laughs> he gotta it. Got to re-release that bitch. Yeah, yeah, he got to do it over again. <laughs> yeah, he got to put that bitch on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, and everything. He got to just go crazy with it. He got to get his masters back and then re-record it like Taylor Swift. Got you. Yes, sir. Yep. You think the people gonna fuck with it the same? <laughs> yeah, he is like Taylor Swift in the streets, boy. Wakeo, uh. YK Swift. Nah, bro. Why why Kayla Swift? <laughs> nah, 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 nah. He cute that up. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, speaking of sounds like that, I want to stay in that type of realm. Okay. Meek Mill. He was on Twitter as well. What yes. the fuck is with the lame shit this week? Man, it's just been whack. And before we get to what he was talking about by himself, are you talking about what he said about YK Osiris? No, I knew you were about to get to that. Yeah, though. I got to, bro, because Meek is on Twitter wilding out, man. So when he got the news of what happened with YK, he takes a Twitter quote. He says, don't do this to him, please. He a good kid. Just slap him, and he got to let you know something. We don't need our young bulls. Tore down for mistakes in this hypersexual era. This is a hypersexual era. I agree with that. I support Suki. Hold that shit down on some street shit. <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Bro, like, why would you even? And then he tried to double up, right? He said, y'all drawing a big line between men and women nowadays on social. It's getting bad in the black community. All this internet superficial shaming. Judging, gaslighting only hurt us people, and it's not a lot of people who need straight who need strength, especially young black men. He might got a rumble, Suki brother, anything, but this same internet tear each other down stuff. Suki can do what she wants, she feel violated, but let me mind my business and protect Suki. Osiris, you a DH. Go back to church. Stop following the heathen. What the hell is Meek Mill talking about? Well, first off, you can't make that entire post and at the very end say, but let me mind my business. When you did the complete opposite. Also, I think DH stands for dickhead. Um, Makes sense. Okay, Cyrus, you a dickhead. Okay, I see it. Yeah. (laughs) I guess, man. But yeah, I told you niggas got to stay out of women's business. He got into business, didn't realize he was wrong, and tried to backstep out of it. It was too late. Yeah, he he realized everybody was about to get on his ass because right. he kind of just validated assault. Pretty much. He tried to blame it on him just being a young boy. No, nigga, he's grown. Just like everybody else in the room. He's a good kid. Come on now. But anyways, I'm going to move out of that. Still staying in Meek Mill, like you said, he took the Twitter as well to ask a question about the trajectory or where his rap career stands, where he sits in the rap career right now. 
He says, who think I fell off or don't really think I got it with rapping anymore? I'm for real. I need answers and tell the truth. I'm not taking it personal. I need to hear how people think before I do what I do. A social experiment. Answer if you are a supporter of mine's. Of course, Meek Mill fell off. <laughs> I don't even know why the fuck we're talking about this. Meek Mill doesn't drop music like that anymore. I don't know what the fuck he's even talking about. You're not present. And even if you are present, you're not dropping hits like that. Niggas, streaming air has just ruined a whole lot of shit for music and a whole lot of shit for artists that actually want to stay hot. The fact that there's the ability to drop music whenever, wherever, however, has just completely torn torn shit up. Um, because niggas drop so much, we don't give a fuck about anything anymore. Um, or, or not the music that they're dropping. And in the adverse way, when you have that kind of control over your music, you also don't have to drop when you don't feel like dropping. That's what the fuck Meek Mill does. We haven't gotten a, a piece of music from him since, what, 2021? Yeah, Expensive Pain. That was in October of 2021. Yeah, if you don't make music for almost two years straight, we're going to consider your shit falling off. Especially if the album that you dropped almost two years ago wasn't even like that. Yeah, some songs on there, but it didn't do what championships did in 2018. That's what we were expecting, you know, because that was just the biggest project that he had up until that point. Spencer Payne didn't do what we thought, but had some great songs. But what really hurt me to me. Drake. No. Oh. He really started to show his true character and personality and Meek really corny. Nick, yeah, Meek's a corny ass nigga. And people really started to see that on social media, and that's why they stopped fucking with you. Like it wasn't just all the all the way to music. Yes, he didn't have those hits. That's why Expensive Pain didn't do as well as Championships. He didn't have the the leading singles, the Jay Z verse, the, the Rick Ross verse, the Drake verse, the Drake verse. You know what I'm saying? But bro, he really was doing corny shit on social media. People don't want to see that, and they see that you really a lame. They're not gonna support your music. It's as simple as that. I actually think he's kind of funny on Twitter. Of course, it's lame. I think that shit is funny. Um, I think Meek really like ain't got all his screws in his head. That's the nice way of saying he remedial. <laughs> Meek's slow. Meek. The thing is, I can't tell if Meek is trolling because the same way we say this. Meek knows that we've realized he's annoying as fuck on social media. Maybe this is Meek's brand. Maybe this is Meek's way of getting back in people's ears. Kanye has to start shit in the fucking world to get people's attention. Nicki Minaj has to start beef to get somebody's attention. The baby got to beat somebody to fuck up to get somebody's attention. Maybe everybody in this game has their own version of a rollout and his is just being annoying as fuck on Twitter. That's what he does. Give it two weeks. He's going to have a new track out, <laughs> especially after that post. Did I fall off guys? He's got a mixtape on the way. I bet 
we definitely have music coming at some point in time. But my my stance is when you're really a lame and a cornball, you don't always know that you're a lame and a cornball. That's true. <laughs> so I think he real life is just like that and don't really understand like, hey, bro, you should really stop doing that. That's how I feel. Like, Part of me wants to say this is the brand. The music fan in me wants to say this is the brand. I can understand that. Maybe it's not though. I'm I'm going to give it to it being the brand for right now. If we don't have any new music in the next couple of weeks, I'm not going to be able to say that. But do you know what I mean though? I Everybody do. has a fucking rollout. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For sure. <clears throat> All right, where are we at with it? Next, guys. <sighs> Hip-hop sales are plummeting, Corey. I think we've already known this. Yeah. Um, we've been saying this to the fans, uh, the listeners, the viewership for about a year and a half now. But I'm sure in our pods, y'all have heard the sales numbers are not 2020. They're not 2021. They're not the beginning of 2022. You're not seeing rappers every single week putting up 100,000, 115,000. You're not seeing the Drake versus Kanye week that one puts up 500, the other puts up 700. You're not seeing those weeks. You're not seeing the weeks where there's B-list artists that do 75 to 90,000 first week. We're looking at artists like Moneybag Yo!, Doing fifty thousand first week, Lil Durk barely cracked a hundred. We're talking about the biggest rapper in the game. If Lil Baby dropped on Friday, I don't think he would crack one hundred fifty. We're talking about somebody that does two hundred every single project. We've gotten to the point where we're in June of two thousand and twenty-three, and there has yet to be a number one album or a number one song that came from the hip-hop genre. That's the first time that's happened in 30 years, Corey. Since 1993, my brother. That sounds like some shit right before Will Smith came in or uh, <laughs> right. or Snoop came in and right. changed some shit up. Yep. LL on some shit. Is it over, Corey? We're seeing it. It ain't over just yet because you still have artists that are coming this year like Drake, Possibly like J. Cole, possibly like that, That's Jay-Z, what I wanted to say. Possibly like Kanye, possibly like Kendrick, possibly. Who knows? You know, you so, haven't seen the heavy hitters of this right, year exactly. drop. Exactly. Because yeah, that, that stat is still crazy. But if you look at also just like the overall units that are still being moved within the year, rap is still leading in that category. So we're still listening to what's out. We just don't have a heavy hitter that's topping the charts. What I will say is if there's a plan devised to take this rap genre down, Kari, there will be an album just as big to counter every artist that drops that we think will be the one that takes it into the number one spot. For every Drake, there will be a a Bad Bunny album that comes out that week. For the Jay-Zs, there will be, uh, what's the the group? The K-pop group? Uh, BTS? There'll be a BTS album that drops some shit like that. But we do need Drake. This is the first time I've ever, we said this at the beginning of the pod, that I've ever been able to say, the rap game needs a savior right now, Kari. And we were right. 
because we said this years ago. I said this when it started to look like the rap game was shaping up with new number one and number two and number three, and it didn't involve Drake. Lil Baby can't hold this game up, Corey. Lil Durk can't hold this game up. Drake, if if he was active, can sit rap on his shoulders and hold it together. He can hold it. Before the streaming era, it was it was Wayne. He could sit the whole rap game on his shoulders and hold it. Yay. We don't have an artist that's pivotal enough to the culture to, to hold this game. And it's to the point where numbers are declining so much in, in, uh, in my eyes that the execs don't give a fuck on, on bringing another one in. Like, like, we don't need another guy. Like, we're good where we're at. Whatever rap makes from here on out will be sufficient with because they peaked. Are we like dubstep, Corey? No, I'm just playing. Fuck no. It's always going to be hip-hop, man. We started this. Um, but reading here, I just wanted to touch on more of this, what I had mentioned earlier. Like I said, despite hip-hop's individual struggles of not having a number one hit on the chart, the overall dominance from the sales perspective, like I said, moving units, uh, we're at an increase of 6.3% compared to where we were at this point last year. So the music is still being streamed. If CDs are still being purchased, possibly that's happened. Um, so we're still there. We just need a heavy hitter. We need somebody who can come in and change the sound, who could break the records, who could top the charts, who could give us music that we can actually hold on to. We've been saying this all year. There's no music that I've been able to just really sit with outside of just a few. Like I can maybe count three, four, five, but like, I'm not able to sit with this music and really feel and attach myself to it. It's just like the next release, every Friday I'm on to the next shit, the next shit, the next shit. By the time, you know, the album only been out a few weeks, it's already at the bottom of my recently added. I didn't forgot about it because it ain't no quality music that's being put out. You know what I mean? So it's a struggle. It's a struggle, man. So I think I believe we need Drake. I believe we need artists like Kanye. Jay-Z. That's not going to do it. The landscape. I mean, Jay, Jay and Drake will do it. Drake will do it. Drake will do it. Jay will do it just because he's like the king of this shit. Um, maybe Kanye, but even after that, when that sale's over, yeah, they'll get the number one album that we say we hadn't had in over 30 years after this point or at, to this point in 30 years. But... Even then, the numbers will begin to decline or continue to decline because we'll just go back to what we were doing before after the grace drop. And I think it's because we've gotten to a point where nobody upstairs gives a fuck about promoting artists with talent. We've peaked, like I said. So we've gotten to the point where everybody's eyes are here. So let's just promote what what looks good or like what's catchy. So we don't really have people that are pushing towards the top of the lyrical landscape. You have Ice Spice, you have Yeet, um, you got Lil Dark, you got Lil Baby, but it's not really the best fucking rapper's pool. It's not just the labels, though. I, I get you. 
yeah, the labels are not having that same mindset going in of let's actually build something for the long haul. Mm -hmm. They're looking at it as just like fast money, like you said, because it's just what's selling. But it's, it always fall back on the artists too, bro. We don't have enough artists that are wanting to make music for those reasons. All of the artists just want to get as much money and get in as quick as they can and see how long they can last before they on their way out. Like We don't have niggas who really here but, trying to develop themselves and last in the game. But we do. Who? Nigga, they could have been put Corday in that position. But bro has to put himself in that position. That's the point I'm making. He has to improve, bro. You got to... His thing we that we always say he ain't never been able to produce a hit. That falls on him. Like, yeah, you can blame the label and say, you ain't put me with the right people, the A&Rs, we ain't got the right studio equipment, whatever. But, like, nigga, you got to improve, too. I'm not even saying it as it pertains to his ability. I, I was just giving a, like a, a rapper. We got plenty of rappers in this game that have great lyrical ability. Like, they haven't gone any fucking where... Um, they're just not getting pushed anymore. There's a reason why we don't push anything anymore that fucking Freddie Gibbs does, but he had the biggest fucking album out in 2020. He's still here. He still makes the same great music. He's not the, the top of that shit anymore. We only give a fuck about Dirk and fucking Baby and DJ Khaled or whatever the fuck that nigga has coming out. Why? There's plenty of fucking other female rappers. We've said that shit year on year on year on year on year on year. If it's not Cardi B or fucking Ice Spice right now, of course we got Lotto in there, but Lotto's had to scratch, scrape, and claw her motherfucking way for somebody to acknowledge her. All the shit that gets any light is bullshit. <clears throat> or it gets passed over by the fucking wayside. So <clears throat> we can move on though. Uh, let's move on. We're not in music anymore. We're in film. There have been a bunch of reports that are coming in saying Tyler Perry has uh, has taken control of BET, that he's the one that will take it over. I'm not 150% sure on it. Um, I'm saying allegedly because that came through, but the article that came through that said that was recently deleted, but we've had some people like Kiki Palmer or some other Right, reputable right, right. sources come out and congratulate him for being inside of the final steps of taking over BET. Yeah, BET and VH1, they saying as well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a major, I mean, not major, majority ownership is what they're saying. But uh, like you said, Kiki Palmer specifically, she took to Instagram to send a message to Tyler Perry. She said he came from nothing and changed everything. Um, Tyler Perry, I watched you up close and personal since I was 11 years old. Then and now, you continue to be an inspiration. You work hard and you give back and you are a Virgo. What's left to be said? Congrats, Virgo father. I love you. So like you said, although it's not hasn't been confirmed by Tyler Perry himself and no official, like, credible um, source, people like Kiki Palmer, others are saying things. So we can go ahead and believe that. Tyler Perry has BT. What do you think this is going to be now? You know, we talked about this before as far as like what direction we would see it go in. Now that has possibly been confirmed, do you still have the same thoughts on what you expect him to do with the ownership now? Yeah. Um, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of good film that's brought back. Yeah. He's going to be able to bring 
wholeness in the film aspect back to it. By that, I mean he's going to be able to bring back that House of Pain type of comedy. Um, he's going to be able to bring back that um, haves and have-nots type of drama. He's going to be able to bring in that um, sisters or bruh type of relatability. He's going to have um, shit like Miss Pat show. Shout out to nigga Jordan Cooper. Um, and like almost a stand-up switch. I, almost, I said that show's almost like a Seinfeldish type of thing. He's going to be able to cover just about everything. Now, the musical side, I don't know where that goes. I don't know where that goes, Corey. Yeah, that's my fear, man, because I love the films, and I know Tyler Perry is going to take that to a whole nother level. Like you said, I agree. But one of the reasons, like, I was advocating for Diddy in the past, and I think somebody else was in there as well, but Diddy, with what he did with Revolt, he turned it into just, like, a media mogul, you know, as far as podcasting, music videos, everything. So with BET... You're still going to get that. Breakfast Club is on BET every morning now. Right, right, But still, just, like, the actual music of it, like, the 106 in Park vibe of it, you know, the Rap City vibe of it, like, things like that, that... I just don't see that coming to fruition right now. It's possible. I just don't see that really happening. My thing is, to be completely honest, they don't need to bring back Rap City. Um, I'm not saying you're saying that. Um, They don't need to bring back Rap City. They don't need to bring back 106 in part. They They need one music show, maybe two. Because if you think about it, like you said, with with Rap City um, or 106 in Park, there might have been one other show like BT Uncut, things like that. We didn't have, it wasn't just every fucking thing music on BT. It's still black entertainment television. So there was still a shitload of film right. that was going on on BT. Absolutely. So if they, they have a plan in place to bring some sort of music show, we already have Breakfast Club. That can count and serve as one. It could, to be honest. If we have a music video show in some shape, form, or fashion, that would work. And all eyes being back on BET with Tyler Perry as the new owner, it's it, it's going to work. They're going to have more viewers anyway right now because they're yeah, because everybody going to watch because we know that it's Tyler Perry. We're going to want to see what Tyler what Perry is going to do. And I'm telling you, and I know I'm I'm advocating for the music as well as you, but um, all it takes is one show to pop. Yeah. <laughs> all it takes because is one show, and then niggas are back on BET tuning in every single week for a series. If you think about the 80s, 90s, it was just BET Video Soul. They didn't have 106 in Park. When you think about the 2000s, the big shit was 106 in Park. Of course, you had Rap City with Tigger. You had uh, BT Uncuts. I'm trying to think of any other things outside of like a Spring Break Bash or shit like that. Yeah, can't remember. It was only a couple of shows, but it was so monumental to us that it did contribute to the bulk of our memory of BT. We remembered that more than we remembered any of the other shows that came on BT because mm-hmm. they didn't have original programming back then for BT. Um, but I want to see original programming go back to the heights. Um, the BT had it at, at one point. I don't know if y'all remember like that being Mary Jane with Gabrielle. You the game, the game. That that's that's e- what I mean. Let's, Things like that. Let's bring it back. 
Tyler be able to bring yeah, us back film wise to like that film. era. Yeah, that's what that's what people need. Like they need some type of drama series that we're attached to. Absolutely. Um, and to be completely honest, we're tired of having to run to fucking Netflix for everything. And the thing that we watch on Netflix may not be relatable to us. Yeah, although it's a great, great story, right? It's not. We're not represented. Come on now. <laughs> Where's the diversity and they inclusion? Gave, they man. gave us black as fuck with uh, Kenya Barris and shut it down after one season. Yep. Come on now. It was too black, bro. Come black. On. It was black as fuck. Oh, oh God, yeah, it was black as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's too much black for him. But. If in if in uh when this comes to fruition, if this is actually true, I believe right, that right, it's right, true. Right. I don't think that Kiki's just gonna go out on a limb and she didn't delete that post. It's still up. Right. She's credible. Yeah, I can't wait to see this. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like I said, we know it's in good hands. Tyler Perry is gonna do everything in his power to just continue to um, empower the network, improve the network, add value to the network. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the future as well, just to see. What we get from the change of ownership here, man. But we can move on. Shout out once again to Tyler Perry. Um, you wanted to talk about the NBA Finals? Yeah. Hey, I hate to tell you niggas hey, I man. told you so. Yeah. I told y'all after game two or three, I think. I think it was after game three. or No, after game two, I said that this was going to be Denver and five. After game three, I was sold on it. You, you were still ready for that that Miami and six. <laughs> I was like, yo, Miami's not winning another game. After a certain game, you were like, hey, this is a Denver, this is a Denver win. Yeah. We were right. Five games, four to one. The Denver Nuggets have taken the title. They are the world champions. They have won the 2023 NBA Finals. Yeah, I knew I knew that was gonna happen. Once they blew past LA, I was like, that's the championship team. Yeah, man, it's one of those years where the most consistent, the most dominant team from the start of the season won. Won. The the team that should have won from team. the beginning. Yeah. Won. Won. The like, team, like you said, the most complete. From starters to bench, they remind me of the twenty twenty one Milwaukee Bucks. Just not beatable. Just solid. We're solid. From the one to the five to our six man to the backcourt. To to the tenth nigga on the roster, like you said. And the whole <laughs> the whole coaching staff ownership, like it was just Denver's year. Yeah. You absolutely. Could, you could just tell, like sometimes you just have those special teams, bro. Like we can't miss right now. Niggas and can't some, do any sometimes wrong. it's just like that. Denver had a special year, bro. The Joker had a fucking special series and a special year. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Come on now, coming back from the ACL had a special series in a special year. Even though we do put Jokic in that position as like best on the team, um, Jamal Murray truly showed like, hey, I got y'all. Like, y'all don't have to worry about a damn thing. I'm Jamal Murray. Give me the ball and shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm going to say this. Jamal Murray showed in the bubble, you know, who he really was. Got injured. He needed niggas. He, we needed him to, to to prove it. He showed he was a superstar. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking star. Jamal Murray is a superstar. Yeah. <laughs> he got he got hurt, so we needed to see. He didn't play a whole season. We didn't see him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You, you remember, y'all remember when, uh, when Curry injured the wrist or the hand? 
Nah, we needed to see, like, yeah, you don't trust your shot anymore, but yeah. are you going to get that back, my guy? Yo, that nigga shout out the whole bit. <sighs> no, Jamal Jamal came back with a fucking He's vengeance. A superstar, bro. <laughs> that entire team, like I said, just, they had all of the pieces together, man. Absolutely. All of the, the, the puzzle pieces were just perfect. All the way from the coaches, like I said, Mike Malone. Shout out to that nigga, bro. He he out coached Eric Spoelstra. I'm like, damn, you know, he recognizes one of the best coaches, but like Spo got out coached, bro. I was just like, damn, they everything was just solid, bro. Um, but yeah, I still don't give Eric Spoelstra all that. For real, he yeah. a great coach, man. Yeah, we wouldn't have heard him about him if it wouldn't have been for LeBron. You know, shit, he didn't make two finals without now one of them niggas though. Didn't win. Correct. <laughs> you got there though. Um, they need a big man. That's that's the biggest thing. Um, what I will say, Miami needs Miami needs a five, and Miami needs something better than Kyle Lowry. I hate I hate to say that, but um, yeah, it does yeah they need they need a stronger one in there, <sighs> and they need a, a five. Tyler Hero, you supposed to be the savior. Yeah, you better shut them. Up. <laughs> <laughs> they kept saying he was gonna come back and say it today. I'm like, bro, he not gonna do a bitch ass thing. He really gonna take time away from these other niggas. If y'all really think about it, like people, people just see headlines and don't really like understand the game. If Tyler Hero was to come back, that's 20, 25 minutes a game that's gonna be taken away from them other niggas yeah, that's on the that. court. We don't need that. It's like y'all don't even y'all not even thinking. But yeah, he was supposed to be the savior. I know, I know, we're uh, we're trying to keep what we have. What does Kyrie look like down there in Miami? Man, because I did hear <laughs> I did hear them rumors yeah, circulating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I man, ain't gonna lie, that, that's a pretty fucking picture. Man, I ain't gonna lie, he looked nice out there. <laughs> they were like, if they pick up a Ooh. decent five, slide, slide bam down to the four. Um get them a, just a, a defensive minded five. Oh my all god. All he do is play defense and rebound. They go, they go back Ooh. and they win it. They go back and they win it. Yeah. <laughs> right, they'll be a favorite for shit show. Man, yeah, no, they'd have a tough time against uh, against Denver. Yeah, it, Denver. It wouldn't be no four fucking win. Nigga, Denver gonna fuck around and repeat. If they keep that whole team. I was gonna say, nigga, if Denver plays this smart and that team is there next year. Keep that whole team, y'all. Y'all are, y'all are playing with a team that's gonna end up like the the Spurs. Like like Tony Parker and, and Manu and Tim Duncan okay. and Kawhi. The chemistry is already there. The the foundation is already there. And like you said, they system is so nice, they can just plug in pieces, bro. If somebody get missing, if there's a hole, they just plug another, another nigga in. We got niggas, not Jokic. We got niggas in their early to mid-20s. Like, they're still super duper duper fresh gaining this chemistry. Imagine if they stay for five years there. Oh, yeah, niggas like Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, like Jamal, Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr. Imagine imagine if them three hang on that team with Jokic, because Jokic's not going anywhere. For like 10 years. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. That's the fucking Spurs. Yeah, that's nice, bro. Yes, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's nice. I ain't going to lie. And we don't see that these <sighs> days. That's nice. And you got to hold on. Where's our applause? I, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you got to take your hat off to a team that didn't have to build a super team. To do this, I know we don't really appreciate that anymore. We super duper did not appreciate the 2021 NBA Finals. I talk about how it was the most uninteresting finals that there was, but you have to take your hat off 
to those Milwaukee Bucks, that Milwaukee Bucks squad that won mm-hmm. with one key player. Um, of course, there were other pieces, but one superstar. Of course, we saw um, Jamal Murray start to turn up in this playoffs, but he's a superstar. You you only expected that kind of play out of Nikola Jokic. <clears throat> so, yeah, you have to take your hat off to these niggas that are getting it done without these super three to four hundred million dollar trades coming through and we just we took him for this this that guy and a trade in the 20 a first round pick in the 2029 like yeah bro that that team been built mike malone been there for about i think since like 2014 2015 joker got drafted that same year jamal been there at least like five years they all came in off the strength they all got drafted yeah outside of aaron gordon KCP and those aren't those aren't major pickups that just came through that would have right. shifted the entire league. Yeah, bro, they just got a nice system out. Them there. niggas got it out the mud, damn near. They just that good. Yeah, man, I love when when sports is just that good. Which is why after they rolled over the fucking Lakers, I'm not a fan, but I'm rooting for Denver. Shit is just just good fucking basketball. Yeah, man. <clears throat> I don't want to stay there too long because we stayed there too long, but are we ready to move out of it? Let's do it. All right. Our very last topic, Car, they arrested that nigga Trump again. Ooh, boy. And this one is a... Man. This one's a doozy, Kari. Donald Trump has been slapped with 37 criminal charges uh, as part of a historic arraignment in Florida um, over his mishandling of classified documents. Uh, at his Florida Mar-a-Lago resort. Yep, it's crazy because before all of this happened, I've always been such a big guy uh, with golf. And if you're an admirer of courses, wherever your political stance sits, you want to shoot nine or eighteen holes at Mar-a-Lago one day. Man, this is fucking it all up. Like, man, <laughs> I think that's over, Kari. Yeah, ain't gonna be no more Mar-a-Lago. You gonna have to get rid of that shit. They yeah. gonna seize that. Um, niggas wanted to talk a little bit of shit way back when about the documents that that Hillary Clinton might have withheld. Right. This seems far worse. The former president faces a total of thirty-seven charges, including thirty-one counts of willful retention of national defense information. According to the indictment, the investigation led by the Justice Department revolves around sensitive government papers that Trump held on to after his White House term and ended in January 2021. Trump and his aide, Walt, blah, 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 have also been charged with obstructing the investigation and concealing material from the grand jury. Okay, so when when it was time for him to get out of office for Biden to come in. This nigga didn't leave all of the files. He took them with him. No, he didn't do it. I, and y'all remember that? Do you remember when they were trying to get um, Biden kind of up to speed on everything that he needed to get up to speed with as president? Do you remember those headlines that were coming through that they Maybe. were like, Donald Trump won't release his paperwork for for Joe Biden to be trained. He won't. He won't give it up. This includes over 352 classified documents that he was holding on to. He voluntarily gave back some materials. His lawyer turned over the additional files after a subpoena, and the FBI found dozens of classified records during a court-approved search of his Mar-a-Lago home. The rest of it, they found at the crib. (laughs) 
Oh, man. Trump denied any wrongdoing and claims the investigation is a politically motivated sham intended to derail his presidential campaign. Yeah, yeah whatever. Um, Trump going to jail. Yeah, he's going to fucking jail. Bro, I never. Trump going to jail. This yo. is the first time that I've actually Yeesh. sat and been like, damn, he might see jail time. He's not going to skip out on 37 counts. If they found the documents at the crib, yeah, nah, he better. It's a wrap. He not running for president, bro. We can go ahead and just. No, he's still that. running. He's still running. He not gonna, bro. How can you let a nigga run for president who gonna have all these indictments and counts until bro? he's convicted? He's innocent until proven guilty, Corey. I guess, bro. And the thing is, he's not black. <laughs> and I don't know if that said as much to y'all as it said to everybody in the listenership that's black. He can do that. <laughs> it's doable. And so you're saying there's a chance. I'm saying <laughs> if he's black and a criminal standing trial, nobody's fucking voting for him. If he's Donald Trump in that same skin that he's in right now, everybody that voted for him before that uh, that still was willing to vote for him before he was indicted the first time, they're going to do it regardless of the indictment. Yeah, yeah. Like I now know. I know there were people from 2017 um from the beginning of his term to the end of it, there was like, nah, I don't fuck with Trump anymore. I won't be voting for him. I don't mean those people. I mean the ones that stood through the campaign and they were like, you know what? If he votes again, I'll do it. But was sidelined by his indictments. They're still voting. They're still voting Trump. There's a handful of niggas. You only have to be 18 to vote. And I didn't realize how dumb 18-year-olds were and 19-year-olds in 2021 until uh, I got to my age and realized how dumb I was at that age. Nigga, they voting for him too. Come on now. now. I guess. And I'm not saying your vote is dumb if it's for Donald Trump. I'm just saying, like, you know, I've been been young and I'm still young. Um, we, We a little dumb at that age. I don't have nothing else. I think he runs again. He definitely running. But yeah, I just, you know. I think he wins again. And I think it's going to get down to one of those crazy points in time and in culture that he's going to win and they're probably going to hold off on literally everything until his court shit is done. And if he is convicted, they let him walk into the office. And if not, they find out whatever the, the plan B it'd be. I'm just saying, man, like, nigga get voted into office and then gets convicted and has to go to jail. Like, we can't have that. No, imagine if it's on some, like, yes, you've been elected president, but you cannot step into office until this court shit's done. And then they find him guilty, and then we have to go with whatever else after that. See? Shit's stupid, yo. I don't know what happens. We'll see. All right. Um, I do think that concludes episode 246. I got an announcement. I do have a playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I'm going to drop a playlist before episode 247. I'm going to drop it on Sunday, Father's Day. Okay. I have a playlist, though, coming out. It's going to be titled A Dry Red. Okay. Going crazy, man. Yeah, wine vibes, wine vibes. Wine vibes, 13 songs, man. It's a combination of dance hall, alternative, instrumentals, R&B, a little bit of hip-hop. Um, it's just just a great vibe, man. But yes, it's my turn. All right. 
To go ahead and drop a playlist, man. You this nigga know, says it's my, my turn. turn. Like he's fucking little baby. No, nah, I'm saying because you had the last one. Yeah, I know, I know. You had the last the way one. you said it, baby. Some nice <laughs> little baby shit. But no, nah, man, I'm gonna drop that. Look for it on the Raj and Grind Instagram. Like yeah, I yeah, said, yeah, over yeah, the all weekend. That. Tap in, man. But yeah, that's all I got, man. We all right, get man. up out of here. Let's get out of here. It's been episode 246 of the Rise and Grind podcast. I'm Roger. I'm Jakari. All right, let's get out. I'm on another flight Girl at home, I ain't been living right The little arguments always start the fight I had to get away, so I'm with you tonight Just another guy To be honest, honest, honest Are you honest? Cause I'm honest, honest, honest Let's be honest Cause I'm honest, honest, honest Are you honest? I'm honest, 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 let's be honest, cause I'm honest You're not who I love, huh? I just need to pass the time, huh? Felt good, you felt that, come and get a piece of mine, huh? Move on, brands on me, stripes in my pocket and a check on me Never needed shit, so don't you check on me Home last night, this in a sex song Shit, I'm chosen I whip that red Toyota like it's stolen I treat my little orange soda like a Hellcat She put me out in the winter, feet frozen